This is Wednesday, January 13th. This is day 10, and this is our morning prayer and scripture. Now, as we start day 10, we want to remember our daily habits. That's scripture before phone, prayer three times a day, and a meal shared with someone, and finally an hour without our phones. Our weekly habits are take a Sabbath. Spend an hour with a friend. Four hours of planned viewing. And finally, a fast from something for a day each week. Now today we turn to look at a form of engagement we might not think about. Yourself. Yes, taking time for reflection and processing. Oliver Sacks, the pathologist, has said no one is stronger than the person who knows who and what he is. Now, the problem becomes, for us, that we become so engaged in the busyness of our lives that we don't feel like we have time to think, to stop, to process what we're feeling, and to really see who we are and what is happening to us. The result is we can feel we lose contact with our very selves. Here's our text for this morning. Luke chapter 15, verse 17 to 19. When he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare, and I perish with hunger? I will arise and go to my father, and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Now, yes, you probably noticed we've just dropped into the middle of the story of the prodigal son. This might be called the turn in the story. The younger brother could only think of getting his hands on his inheritance. Once he did... He blew all that money in the worst sort of living. What his father and his family had took generations to accumulate, he spent it all to fulfill his own desires. Now, I can't imagine him thinking too much about what he was doing during this time or why he was doing it. But the moment comes, as Jesus tells us in this parable, when the young man, quote, came to himself. What does that mean? Well, it was when he had lost everything, when he was tending pigs, well, that he actually had time to think. He could see that even his father's servants had life better than he did. You see, repentance was born of this time of reflection. And that's the question for us today. Will we act from reflex, just do things, or from reflection? Will we take the time to process where we are and what has happened to us? Or will we just move on to the next thing? Now, the habits that the world ingrains in us are driven by reflex. I'm used to turning on a movie at night, and and it's almost instinct now. So what would happen if I took the time to reflect on the day to come to God in gratitude and repentance? The Ignatian order of Christians ended the day with a prayer they called the prayer of examine. Sounds like examination. Often they called this prayer a prayer of awareness. 
At this time, they would recount the moments that drew them closer to God, and they would get honest about the moments when they felt they were being led away from God. And in this way, they could make their hearts more sensitive to these moments when they came. They became more attuned in their hearts, their interior self, as they called it. Over time, we lose this sensitivity to what's happening in our hearts. And the result is that we can really no longer live wholeheartedly. We're just doing one thing after another. And we miss what is happening in our hearts. We disconnect from ourselves. And in the process, we disconnect with God. The reformer John Calvin said, There is no knowledge of God without the knowledge of yourself. But then he also said this, There is no knowledge of yourself without the knowledge of God. You see, he was trying to teach that the two go hand in hand. That as you come to know and understand yourself, it opens your understanding to know and understand God. So what's happening in your heart? What is the thing that, you, that has been drawing you nearer to God? What has been pulling you further away? Now, as I read the story of the prodigal son, it makes me wonder if at times if I don't need to come to myself. And you see, that's part of the purpose of our daily habits. Of course, with the prodigal, as soon as he goes home, he finds his loving father eager to greet him, ready to throw a feast to, to celebrate his return. In truth, you see, the young man had to return to himself before he could return home and to his father. Let's pray. Our loving Father, how can I be in touch with you when I'm heartily in touch with myself? I'm told that what I am, what I do, is it's an accumulation of actions and experience. And you tell me that I am yours. My identity comes from you, not from what I do or what I have. Thank you for loving me and making it possible in Christ to know and enjoy you. I pray with joy in the name of Jesus. Amen.